Hey everybody, it's TJ from the Nashville Wine Duo, and I want to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me tell you why. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listing platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. So if you're interested, check out anchor.fm for more information. What's up, everybody? I'm TJ. And I'm Kelsey. And we are the, the Nashville, Nashville Wine Duo. Duo. Nashville weather. All I keep hearing from everybody is like, I want this to be over. But some people I've talked to said that they think that that means we're going to have a longer spring. Oh, is that like Groundhog Day kind of no, information No, nothing stuff? to do with the Groundhog. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, I've definitely been feeling the allergies for sure. Like, yeah. I don't know if anybody, I mean, if you're not from Tennessee, we're in this like, what is it called? Like, it's like a special allergy valley. <laughs> I don't know about this. No, it's a thing. Like, we're in this. You really don't know? No, but I know the allergies are pretty crazy in Tennessee. We fall, like, into this certain area where, like, pollens reach this different thing that they don't happen in other places. I don't know. But I never had allergies until I moved here. True. And I think that's the case for a lot of people that move here. You have to take medication for it, like, every day. Yeah, when it's really bad. Yes. And right now it's really bad. Yeah. But I don't take medication for it. I'm actually like, I don't really take medication for anything. And this becomes kind of a, a thing between him and I. I'm like very like, I, I don't even want to take ibuprofen like if I don't have to. You are very anti-pill. Yeah. I just, you know, I don't know. Go breathe some fresh air. Eat an apple. That kind of. <laughs> <laughs> eat an apple. But you know what? I don't get sick very much. No, you don't. It's really true. Like I barely like ever get sick. Right. So that's the nice thing about it. Well. Props to you. Props keep, to me. Keep I, not taking pills. I do pills. bruise really easy, though. <laughs> I must be low in iron. I think it's a uh, proven fact that most females are low in iron. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Well, just because of the... Are you going to say just because of our periods or something yes, like that? Yes, the monthly <laughs> blood loss. You guys lose a lot of blood. I don't so know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. It's just Dr. TJ talking. Okay. Well, you're not a but... doctor. <laughs> Good thing. <laughs> Um, we did get some new and improved stuff for like the sound on the podcast. So like, hopefully you guys can notice a little bit of a difference. We invested in some more equipment. Well, TJ did. He went and found all of it. Where'd you get all of it at? Amazon? Yeah. I just searched it out. Yeah. But he was down here messing around with it last night with the sound and you spent like an hour down here. Yeah. Hopefully it pays off. Yeah. sound better. I already feel like it does from like the sound stuff that we've done. So we're really investing in this and um yeah so hopefully the improvements helped hopefully it pays off hopefully it pays off and we sound better how was your week this week um the week was long i feel like i feel like it took a a while for us to come to the end but um we worked a lot and um it was a good week nothing bad happened which is always a good thing so nothing good did either anything stand out to you (laughs) nothing good did either I, nothing really stands out. You know, we worked hard and then we played hard when we weren't working. So kind of 
went into downtown Nashville and went to a new spot. It's not like, I wouldn't really call it like new, new at this point. Well, new, no. New for us. It's probably, I don't know, within this past year it opened up, right? Yeah, and let's actually say what it is instead of just like... <laughs> no, we want to keep it vague so people don't know. Keep it a secret know. or something. Yeah. People don't know um, what it is. We went to 60 Vines, which is uh, right downtown off Broadway. What's in that whole new complex of uh, Fifth and Broadway? It's like this, they take up a whole block, I think, of retail space and it's just restaurants and yeah everything so definitely like a place if you're gonna go like make a reservation figure out the park go down there early obviously like all that i think most people are just like oh we're gonna go downtown and we're gonna do all this stuff and it's like the parking is a little not so especially on a weekend but yeah, a I little mean, challenging challenging but we figured it out um yeah, but it was beautiful place. Like you, well, to get there, you walk in and I mean, there's all these buildings that you kind of have to go through. It reminded me of when I lived in Minneapolis that you could just go from building to building without ever stepping outside. Um, so you go through all these different restaurants and then it's at which I forget which floor it is. Um, we went up I say the a couple third flights floor. of stairs yeah. for sure. Um, but it's this huge open concept room. They've got like these long, beautiful tables and then right out, like when you look straight ahead, there's like downtown Nashville. You can see, is it the Ryman, right? That's right next to it. I think the Ryman. Yeah. Um, but a really pretty place to just drink wine. Then they have this whole open like outdoor patio area with like fire pits. Yeah, um, kind of a rooftop vibe. Yeah, setting. like a rooftop vibe. But the fire pit, like even though it was a like, kind of cool that day, like I was felt really good outside. Like yeah. it, it was just really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the scene and the vibe I, I liked. What did you think? Um, beautiful. Like you said, open concept. Um, Big trees. I was expecting there. something totally different visually in my head. But then what when I showed up, I was like, I don't know, it's like a closed concept kind of restaurant with mm -hmm. the rooms. And, you know, the, it was a tall, yeah, almost like industrial type ceiling. It was like, almost like you're in like a big like cathedral like a church or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it was it was really wide open and, and spacious. But um. Yeah, but the view from outside on the, a lot of people were taking pictures on the rooftop and everything. Um, the cool thing is they got 60 wines on tap. Mm -hmm. So they were very accommodating when we wanted to just sample a wine just to kind of taste it and see what it what it tasted like. Yeah. And they said because they're on tap, it's easy for them not to have to open a bottle and, and give a sample for someone to try it before they commit to, you know, a, a glass, glass or, or a, a bottle. And they don't do bottles per se of their 60 uh, wines on tap. They do carafes. Carafes. Yep. So. Um, yeah. So when they bring it out to you, I mean, which in a way I was kind of like, oh, well, then, you know, it's already been you know, when I, oh, how am I blanking on this word right now? Oh, decanter? Yes. Oh, well, she's, <laughs> she's doing these these uh, hand, hand movements motions. where she's pouring. I, I don't know why I blinked on that. It's already been decanted. A... <laughs> That's what I thought. Um, so yeah, they'll bring it to you in, I think it was like 2.5 ounces, five ounce glass. They or an eight ounce. An eight ounce, which you'd split between the two, two of you. People. And, and then a and 750 to, to be a little honest that's like not very much just <laughs> no two four ounce no like we ordered that and like i'm not gonna lie we poured it and i was just like that will be gone in about like 12 minutes it filled up about a quarter of the glass yeah so you <laughs> have laughed. to go in there mentally being like i'm just gonna sip on this slowly yeah. you know and if it's a really good wine that's easy to do to tell you the truth and that wine he gave us was really good yeah so he recommended, uh, first off, we, you know, Sebastian was our 
server there. Oh, you remember his name? He has a good, he has a good memory. Yeah, Sebastian. And um, he was super knowledgeable mm-hmm. on the wines. Um, he enjoyed talking about wine too, which Loved cool. talking about wine, which we love talking about wine. So mm-hmm. he would just stand at our table. Uh, our whole brunch was like four hours long, I think. I feel like. It was four hours long. <laughs> it lasted yeah. a long time. Um, but Sebastian was super knowledgeable. He recommended um, this Archery Summit Chardonnay from the Willamette Valley. Delicious. Steel. It was stainless steel. Mm -hmm. um, Bright, but still had a creaminess to it. And a little bit of like toasted oak. Yes. Pear, apple, um, but super, super refreshing and nice. Um, Oh, I loved it. It wasn't buttery. No, but like I said, there was a creaminess element to it. Yeah, but not. um, But it was not buttery and super oaky. It was amazing. It was so good. And um yeah and one thing i think that was one of those wines on there they have that on the menu right at the bottom right there it talked about why don't you explain that yeah so on the menu when you sit down they have a whole menu as your place setting on the table and um the wines that have like a little grape vine next to them are wines that are specifically made for 60 vines. And I think there's six or seven 60 vines in the country. I know there's one in Texas and other places. I don't remember where, but so there, there's a few of them around the country and um, these vineyards uh, will make special varietals for 60 vines. So that's the only place that you can, you can try them. And the archery summit Chardonnay was one of them. I think there were maybe, I don't know, five to 10 of those kind of wines on their menu on the wines on tap. And then they have a whole reserve bottle section too. Um, that you can get a whole actual bottle. Um, But the wines on tap were incredible. We tried between the table. We went with um, the Vintage Vine crew, um, Vintage Vine 100, and uh, there were about 10 of us. So yeah, I'd say about 10. We we tried a lot of different wines because people started ordering. in total, we probably about five bottles, wouldn't you say? I was going to say five to seven because I know we we tried a couple of the same ones because people liked it. Yeah. Um, We tried... um, what was it? It was a, a Gruner, mm-hmm. um, Vetliner that we actually really, really enjoyed. Um, there was a French, uh, Sablanc and Similian mm-hmm. that was like a Chateau La Fresnel. Fresnel, I'm totally botching that pronunciation. Yeah. But the Sablanc <laughs> with the Similian was a great combination, I felt like, because the yeah. Similian kind of balanced out the Saw Blanc. Yeah. Um, it was delicious. That was probably one of my favorites on the white side that I, that I tried, um, besides that shard. Well, and then that Gamay that we tried. Oh yeah. And then that was so good. We moved on to a, uh, we're, we're huge fans of Gamay and this was a J Morgan Gamay that's yeah. on the menu. Well, and we, um, Ooh. talking with the staff, like at TJ's work about it, that was who was there with us from Vintage Vine 100. They have a Gamay as well. And we love the Gamay that, that, that's at that mm-hmm. wine bar. Um, but it was interesting to see the difference in, you know, I'm sure like region and just all that. Cause this Gamay was not nearly as fruit forward as the Gamay that's at Vintage Vine, right. but, um, totally different, you know, but you can appreciate them both for like different reasons. But I hadn't had a Gamay that was like, not as fruit forward and i really really loved it like that's a wine oh my gosh i wish i could have like every night yeah it was so unbelievable good. um and then the food there was great too so like we got they have charcuterie of course 
and we got fried. The fried zucchini was probably our favorite appetizer. Fried we zucchini. We had the Brussels sprouts, which had this almost like chili. It was like an Asian style yeah, sauce on it. chili sauce on there. Yeah. It brought some heat to it. Yeah. Um, almost like Trader Joe's. Uh, what's that? Chili. Chili lime crunch or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, it had that kind of vibe, little that heat. little heat to it, but over yeah. the Brussels sprouts. Um, but we talked about it. TJ and I were talking and we're like, you know, you can really tell that the menu was designed to be had with wine. Yes. Like I felt like there were so many wines we had that paired well with everything that we had. And yeah, it really felt like whoever's behind this wine list and in the menu is definitely thinking food and wine together, Yeah, which is majority of people that really, really get into wine would say like that it that's that's how they feel about it. wine should be paired with food, vice versa. Of course it can be had on its own, mm-hmm. but that is very important in the wine world that you are pairing good pairings of food with great wine. Yeah, it was a it was thought out for sure. Very thought out. And um but yeah, I think it's a great place to visit and it's just funny that you when you did say it was like a new place, definitely not a new place, I think in reality because i talked i went to work the next day and i was talking to people and everyone's like oh yeah it's my favorite place i've been like 20 times i'm like okay we're a wine we're a wine thing and we've never been there it's kind of a little bit embarrassing yeah but brett who's a manager at trader joe's he's like oh yeah like me and my girl we go there like all the freaking time like nonstop. i mean he lives downtown so i think that's part of it but he said he gets the tri-tip and a lot of people in the south don't know what tri-tip is because it's not really like a southern thing okay but out west tri-tip is like very popular so what's a tri-tip because i'm not a big meat eater it's so. just like a part of the steak like it's oh, okay. like in the steak family gotcha um but so I a lot in, of people in the south don't order it they don't know what it is okay. like it's not like a thing that's very popular in the south and hmm. you know i grew up i lived in colorado for 10 years and tri-tip was like restaurant any restaurant you go to you get tri-tip my dad would always make tri-tip on the grill and Brett too, he was like, tri-tip in California is like huge. Like there you get like tri-tip tacos. Like it's all over the place. Wow. So he told me that. He was like, you got to get the tri-tip. I was like, they have tri-tip? And he was like, oh yeah. And so I he said it's amazing. Yeah. Next time we go back, I'm getting tri-tip. Well, even when we post about it on our Instagram, a lot of the comments, people message us were just like, that's my favorite place. I love that place. Yeah. So You know what too? And one of the things I have to say is it didn't feel bougie. I didn't feel like the wait staff or any of the people there were bougie. Right. They didn't treat you like whatever if you couldn't be there. There were some people that were like, well, I mean, you are off Broadway, so you kind of have to like not be bougie, I think, because you have so many You're tourists coming through. Yeah. But I didn't get that sense at all. No. You know? And I've been to all. restaurants like that where it's like, okay, this feels very stuffy. And again, and the staff was very accommodating. Like our staff, our the other uh, people in our party were parking, so they were running a little behind. And Kelsey and I showed up first, and they sat us, even sat though us, yeah. all ten of us weren't there. Right. They like, didn't even a lot ask. of places would not let no, you. No, they, they would not they, let it you. It would be a, like a whole ordeal. So they weren't concerned about who was there of the party, and uh, even though we had a reservation and, and stuff like that. So um, very impressed with the staff and the overall just experience. Yeah, experience from Sixty Vines. So if you haven't checked it out, please do so. Make a reservation. Um, It'll make your life easier. Definitely. Plan to park. Plan to give yourself like, and and to find it. (laughs) And when you make a reservation, make sure you do it for the city that you live in because our group made that mistake. So we had to call that morning. and and made it in like Dallas or something (laughs) like that? Dallas, yeah. But yeah, check that place out. Give yourself enough time to get up there and yeah, like go nuts on the wine because it's great. Definitely. Yeah, but... um, So we're drinking an awesome... 
wine I feel like today, um, which writing the wine order at Trader Joe's for a year and, and, and coming in contact with this, I hadn't really heard of it. Um, come to find out, it's very special. Very um, special. Hard to find. I guess a lot of places um, don't carry it, but Trader Joe's does, and it's only four ninety nine. Yes, and it is Verdejo. Yes, spelled V-E-R-D-E-J-O, but obviously the J is silent, so it's like Verdejo, like ho ho ho, like Santa Claus. Ho ho. ho. Um, but yeah, it's super uncommon. It's really light bodied. It grows exclusively in Spain. Um, it's a really good like alternative to Sauvignon Blanc or Pinot Grigio, um, and it's really uh, pairs great with food. Mm-hmm. So um, it's not most people like a lot, a lot of people know about it or have tried it. So yeah, it's kind of exciting that you came up to me yesterday and you said like let's get this for Dejo because it's such a good value. At- well, and it just came back at stock. It's been out at yeah, Trader Joe's for a while. Um, and then one of our followers posted that she found it in another city. And I was like, I love that wine, especially like going back to our spring and summer wines. This wine is so nice to drink on on the warmer days in the spring and the summer. Um, but it just came back at stock in stock in Nashville. And I told Kelsey, I was like, let's talk about this one. Cause for $4.99 and just like how special this the bridal is. $4.99. I don't believe you. I gotta look at that. Are it's you $4.99. Yeah. I was just drinking it and I was like, oh man, this is good. And it's one like um, No way. It's yes. $4.99. And Lagranja actually has uh, an Instagram page. Like oh it's gosh. a whole Spanish uh yeah. operation and uh, they have an Instagram page and um, wow. I think it's just, it's an awesome, it's an awesome story. It's an awesome varietal um, for $4.99. I think it's kick-ass. Like it's just a delicious wine. Wow. I'm really impressed. Um, we're going to post a picture of it on our Instagram and not everybody. I don't know if you don't follow it or not, but if not, just to give you a visual of the bottle, it's uh, got a white label with a peacock on it. Yeah. They call it the peacock on the Lagrange website. Yeah. Um, and the top is all white with like a little bit of red at the top of the the um the bottle and it's it's a screw top um and some people again think screw top means that the quality is not as good in the wine that's like that's, not that's true been at debunked all. by like every single wine person in the world like there are 20 true. 30 dollar bottles of wine that have screw tops on them i actually like a screw top too especially with like a white or a rosé because then you can put it in the fridge easier you know how sometimes you have that cork and it like sticks and you can't like get it in well, yeah, and you're not, they're not meant to, again, going back to aging, you're not aging this wine. Well, actually, I was going to tell you because I read about it, not this wine not in particular, because this, this is particular. a four ninety nine bottle, but they- I know where they, you're going they, Yeah, you know where I'm going yeah. with this, um, that the Verdejo can be, um, it's one of the few whites that can actually be aged and like end up being better over yeah. time. Obviously not this four ninety nine bottle, this is not going to be one of those, but a more expensive bottle, for sure. It makes me want to search out a Verdejo that- you could age, you know, mm-hmm. invest in one that you could age or find one that is aged. That's got some years on it and taste that because I'm so intrigued by this varietal I am and too. this wine that trying, you know, An aged one, one would be really interesting. Some years on it yeah. would just be fascinating to me. Yeah. So if anybody listens to this podcast and they, um, they know that just please reach out to us or comment in the comments if there's a Verdejo that you know of that you, that you've had that's aged that we, where we could find it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, such a good wine. But I think it, what's what you said, because it's 
Sauve Blanc meets Pinot Grigio. You get the the dry crispness, dry crispness mm-hmm. of the like I would say a Sauve Blanc. Mm-hmm. But then it's also I get some floral stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, and then that nice like fruit forward, but not like not super fruit forward either. No. I don't know. It's it's really like unique. Um, I don't know. I really I love it a lot. Um, and not oh, I'll be, this too. They said like a lot of people get it confused with Verdelho, which is a Portuguese grape because their the names are really similar. Verdejo is not the same as Verdelho. Yeah, two different varietals. Two different varietals. Um. But yeah, and it also this wine pairs with like so many different foods. Um, and they, you know, a lot of what they were saying when I was reading about it was like, if it, if if it's something that would go great with like lemon, this anything that a lemon dish, this wine will go really really well with lemon or lime, lemon or lime, lemon or lime. Yeah, um, and some cheeses that would go great are like sheep's milk cheeses, like Manchego, Pecorino, Feta. Halloumi. Halloumi is about to come back out. We get halloumi at Trader Joe's every um, spring, summer. That's like a cheese that you can like grill. Um, So that would go really well with this too. Some of the vegetables are like artichokes. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to really grill some stuff this summer. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, let's grill some artichokes, make a delicious dip and have some of this verdejo. Yeah. And I was just reading about the, the region where this wine, where the grapes are grown. And I'm going to totally, again, botch the name, but Rueda? Rueda? I don't know, baby. Rueda region, R-U-E-D-A. And it is home to the largest number of plantings of Verdejo grapes in the entire world. Mm. And Rueda Rueda, um, has sandy soils that are naturally phylloxera resistant. Oh, yeah. Phylloxera is a rot, by the way, if you guys don't know. That kills the grapes. Kills and, the grapes. And, um, so this is resistant, this place. So yeah, it al- almost sounds like it's not in a sense. I mean, even though I know the bridal, it's, it does really well in this terroir. Almost mm-hmm. like it's a hybrid in a sense. Like uh, yeah. this is, wow. this is made to grow in this region and it's hard to kill. You know what I mean? It right. thrives in this, in this climate and yeah. terroir. And the more and more you dive into that, the terroir, all that, like if this is resistant to that and it's just thriving it's just like anything. Like if you were to get a native like tomato from where a tomato is going to grow best, that tomato is going to be way better than a tomato that is like forced to grow somewhere else. So when we're talking to our, we're talking about an area where these, the grapes that are made to make this wine grow so well that minimal intervention is needed in order to produce the wine. Mm-hmm. That wine is always going to be better than a place where you're forcing that to happen where you're having to, spray more where you're having to you know yeah fight the mold more the climate is just killing your grapes every year whatever's going on if you find a wine and you do your research and you find out that it grows really well where it's from it's going to be a better quality i bet you you'll get less headaches i bet you less things will yeah i bet it'll you'll feel better after drinking it like because there's just not as much manipulation so this verdejo is one of those yeah those are the wines that you definitely want to be drinking yeah um for sure so yeah and we'll actually i think there, that would be a good episode to talk about one time just to our hybrid grapes all that stuff yeah um you know being vinifera like all of that like some of those terms that we learned about within the past two years to our uh yeah, yeah. so yeah definitely but like Kel said, we're going to post a picture on our Instagram. So if you don't follow us on Instagram, please check us out. The yeah. Nashville, Wine, Nashville Duo. Wine Duo. 
the national the, make sure you put the yeah. we had a fake account yeah made haters made like yeah. it was a while ago it was like a year and a half ago it's when we first started our yeah. page like the first six months but if you drop the the they well we used to have nashville wine duo was our page and then we put the nashville wine duo yeah and we should have just like kept that account instead yeah. of like giving it over to public and then someone took it and in their bio it says not the fraud couple from trader joe's yeah so that's not the one you want to follow yeah I have had people look it up and they're like, this is you. And I'm like, no. <laughs> well, that's the one you don't want to follow. Yeah, that's the one you yeah, don't want to follow. Yeah, not yeah. follow. Yeah, I said yeah. it wrong. Yeah, yeah, you said it weird. <laughs> the Nashville Wine. The Nashville Wine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, check this out. Uh, yeah, and when the halloumi comes out, when the artichokes, the corn, all this good stuff that's about to happen to eat. Oh my gosh. Get yourself a bottle of this. I'm thinking actually now after drinking this and you telling me the price, we need to go back like at work and just buy like a case. Oh yeah. Four ninety nine and like this might be my summer sipper. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be it. And we need to put our tag on it too so people know yeah. it's it's the one we're talking the about. Peacock wine. The peacock just wine. Just remember that. Just remember the peacock. Yeah. Um Speaking of peacocks, Kelsey made some awesome portobello mushroom last do night. With it doesn't. It was just a good segue. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And we paired that with a Cote d'Aron, which was, I think, an awesome pairing. I don't know if we were supposed to do that together or not, but it turned out really good. Ooh, the mushroom? Yes. The, yeah. So there's the been this thing, and has. we've actually been talking about possibly doing this. So as a way to make time go by when you're like up at the register ringing people out, you just ask them what they're making for dinner. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and some people like, I don't know, just whatever's in this pile. Like I just bought all this and I don't even know why. And maybe the orange chicken. That's sometimes <laughs> what you get, but you do get a lot of foodies as well. There's definitely a lot of foodies that shop at Trader Joe's and that love to cook. Um, so I'll get those occasionally. And I'm just like hanging on to like every word that they're telling me because there's some people that have some bomb recipes. We had out there. some good recipes come through the we line. We did this, this week. last week, and yeah. I have thought about even like starting some sort of like customer recipe thing from Trader Joe's. I don't know because they really they they're they're really creative and mm -hmm. stuff they come up with. And a lot of people have been talking about portobello mushrooms that have been coming through the line. Like one lady said, she makes this portobello mushroom sandwich where she's like, I get sourdough. I grill that and then I grill the portobello and then I put Gouda cheese on top. She's like, that's literally all you need to do. And it's amazing. And I'm like, that sounds so good. And then what was the other lady? You were there. Well, she caps the portobello mushrooms and then sautés spinach and um, puts it in the portobello mushroom. Garlic, cheese. Garlic, yeah. Put some garlic in the spinach, sautés all that, and then covers it with some kind of... No, she puts a slice over the top. So that way it kind of creates like a crust. Yeah. And like and it makes it crispy and, and then puts it broils in the oven. it. And yeah. so we're still trying to figure out the technique of getting all the water out of the mushrooms. Because I, I that's the first time I'd ever actually done that. And they weren't that watery. No. But I think that there'd be a way to like even make it better than that. Yeah. And we love portobello mushrooms. Amerigos, if you ever go to Amerigos, they have a salad that you can get sliced portobello mushrooms in the salad. Yeah, and it actually feels like you're before. eating steak in a salad. Like the, the portobello so is good. so flavorful and juicy and just um they do goat cheese on it and and that's just one of our favorite salads at amerigo's so it's our definitely our go-to there so if you go to amerigo's get that salad with yeah. portobello mushroom so good but yeah um, I, I enjoyed a lot of those conversations about food over this past week i think you're on to a good idea though a customer kind of a recipe 
showcase maybe yeah. for the week or and then something. also talk about just like the really crazy things that they say sometimes yeah but so, you had a good interaction with somebody what was that yeah so a couple forgot their credit card at whole foods they come shopping with us they realized they, they left their card to whole foods the guy ran out to his card and he's like i don't have um, my credit card i left it at whole foods i think just now and the person waiting in line behind them this guy this nice guy was just like what's going on? And the people are like, we lost our credit card. And he was like, no worries. It was a $50 order. And he just stuck his card in and paid for him. Wow. Like no second thought just was like, um, yeah, no worries. And the the young couple were just like so grateful. And they're like, we work at a wine bar at LLNL Market. And if you ever come in, I'll give you a free glass of wine. Yeah. And uh, so I thanked the dude and I gave him a free chocolate bar and said, thank you for being a nice human being. And what kind I, of chocolate bar? He bought the. Oh, he picked it out. He picked it out. Yeah, yeah. It was one of. It was like the, um, the organic, like eighty-five percent dark chocolate. Oh the, yeah, the yeah. Blue purple wrapping. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, which is one of the That's best chocolate dark bar. chocolate bars. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was really appreciative of him doing that, and I thought that was cool, and I wanted to, yeah. So thanks to him for doing that because he didn't have to do that, and it, like I said, Very he cool. didn't even bat an eye at it. He just shoved his card in there and was like, "Yeah, fifty bucks later." And he only spent fifty bucks. So wow, yeah, it was really cool. But then I also had an old customer, an old guy, and he was looking for something in the frozen department, and I was like, "No, we don't have that. It's out." And he was like, "This is the fourth time." He's like, "I live thirty minutes away, and every time I come, you're out." And I said, "I'm sorry." And he goes, "I'm sorry too." What? <laughs> and he gave, and we just kept looking at each other. He just like we, stared each other down. Stared each other down. And I was like, I really am sorry. He goes, uh huh. What? And he just walked off. And I was like, cool. Yeah, it's so funny. You get this like, oh man, it's just like this mini universe that like cracks you up sometimes. Like the stuff that happens there that you see, you're like, this is like only if everybody just came together for moments of time and just were completely themselves and. You know, there's no cameras on them. They're not trying to hold anything back. Like. I don't know. You just see everything there. It just cracks me up. Yeah, I actually had somebody get mad at me, too, on the phone. Oh, on the phone. Yeah, like the phone rang and nobody was around. So I was like, hey, you know what? Trader Joe's, I can help you with. She said, do you have the honey, the honey cat food? And I said, honey cat food? No, we don't have anything like that. And she said, it's the honey that the bees give to the queen. And I was like, okay and i was like well we have trader joe's honey like we have like manuka honey and i started she said you don't even know what i'm talking about and i was like i don't we don't have any kind of cat food with honey in it and she's like it's the royal honey and later on i figured out what this royal honey thing is but we don't we don't carry it and that's why i didn't know yeah and she was like can you get me someone else because you don't know what you're talking about and i was like <laughs> sure no problem and i put her on hold and she hung up um oh. But then uh, one of the managers was like, yeah, I guess it's this honey that the bees give to the queen and it's called royal honey. Oh, never but she wanted it. cat food version of that. So maybe you buy the honey and then well, but even, pour it even on our, cat food? Even one of our managers was like, yeah, that honey exists, but I'm like cat food? Like how is that in relationship with cat food? So like, and she seriously, her voice was really irritated. I'm like, how would you really think that I was like not confused by cat food and honey? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. People are interesting. Especially at Trader Joe's, like you get all walks of life, like you were saying. I almost got killed in the parking lot. I was grabbing carts and these people just whip around the parking lot and she almost took me out and I had 10 carts going into her car. That was when fun. When did that happen? You didn't tell me that. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Oh, and there was a customer oh. outside the store and, go, and she was like, what the hell? <laughs> she almost saw it. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a mixture of all bags, but I do think like the good people outweigh the, like the crazy moments for sure. Oh yeah. Like I love um all the little kids are so cute. That's like I don't know. I love all the babies coming through the lines and the kids and when the kids are like super like interactive with me. Yeah. Like sometimes when they like literally just ask you questions about your whole life and you're like, "How are you like 5 years old?" and you're like this amazing but then you know you'll also see like nowadays for some reason the adults are pushing around the kid carts uh, yeah and that's happened since after like the pandemic like right. they never did it before and now we look around and like a grown adults are carrying around these kid carts i think it's because they don't have the flags on them anymore well and in our store that's the first thing that you see so maybe that's they visually they skip the other carts and then they come in and are like oh here's a smaller cart that i don't need to fill up all this stuff so they just but grab it's, it. seriously it's a child grown-ass adults pulling yeah pushing around a kid's cart anyway funny times if you see adults in there with a kid cart you'll know them <laughs> um but yeah i was going to well yeah we were talked about finishing out just talking about some stuff that's going around in nashville that's yeah. wine related um we actually got tagged in this post um I don't know if y'all know about Spade and Sparrows. Which is uh, Caitlin Bristow mm-hmm. from the Bachelorette's uh, wine label. Yeah, and we tried some Spade and Sparrows. Yeah, they sent us some. And Loved it. We did an IGTV really good on it. Wine. Yeah, it's really good. Um, but for the month of April, uh, the Pool Club Nash, that's an Instagram, will be serving Spade and Sparrows Rosé cocktails inspired by the Spring Equinox. Um, which is pretty cool. So yeah, this is going to be at the Virgin Hotels Nashville for their rooftop spring garden pop-up experience. Nice. Yeah. So you'll be able to get like awesome cocktails like by the pool. Um, yeah, the Spade and Sparrow Rosé is really, really good. Yeah. So, um, in the months of Nashville, they, uh, the Virgin Hotels rooftop pool club and restaurant, they will be shaking up delicious Spade and Sparrows cocktails poolside and have transformed the entire space into the most picturesque spring garden. Um, really great for like obviously cool Instagram photos or mm-hmm. um, girls day out, birthday parties, bachelorette celebrations. And, you know, you might even see Caitlin Bristow. Who knows? <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of other fun stuff coming up. Uh, the Nashville Rosé Festival, which is raising awareness for breast cancer. It's the Breast Cancer Coalition Yeah, that's doing that. That's really cool. Um, yoga and wine tasting. And we know the Twisted Sisters. We've had that wine too. They're going to do a yoga and a wine test- tasting on uh, Wednesday, May 25th. Nice. That's pretty cool. And um, and yeah, so check out all those things. Um, we're going to try to stay more informed about events that are going on involving wine around Nashville and surrounding areas to let y'all know uh, places you should check out. Yeah, and share, that, check share out. those events with y'all. Yeah. Uh, and, and then we have a special uh-huh. podcast coming up later this week. We're calling them pop-up podcasts because we're they're outside of our normal weekly podcast, but we want to showcase uh, wine people and, and people that love wine and stuff. And this is a, um, a couple from Seattle that have a podcast, the wine pair podcast, Joe and Carmela, oh, so who fun. we've gotten to know. And so we did a special podcast, getting to know each other and sharing the same bottle of wine on separate sides of the country. And uh, it was really fun. Yeah. So. We tried black, uh, black stallion, Pinot Noir. So you want to, um, listen into that when we're going to post it. It was such a fun podcast and 
if you uh, haven't heard of the Wine Fair podcast, Joe and Carmilla, they are so sweet and funny and very informed. And they did this whole bit with uh, Alexa. Alexa that was hilarious, that we loved. And definitely um, a podcast worth following just for knowledge of wine and just something to brighten your day. And that's fun. And yeah, I, I don't know. I really enjoyed talking to them and we're excited to share that. Yes. So the Wine Pair podcast, definitely check them out. So, but that's a wrap up for this week. As usual, mm-hmm. guys, thank you for listening to us. Definitely subscribe to the podcast, like it, share it, give us good reviews and uh, yeah. Help if us. If you like it. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't, then yeah, you can leave a bad review. That's cool. Oh yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Just be honest and real. Yep. And uh, we can take it and uh, we just appreciate you all and definitely follow us on Instagram. If you don't order already the Nashville wine duo Yeah, and uh, have a good week. Have a good week. Cheers. Cheers.